0: Tackling your business's finance to-dos can be daunting enough without being slowed down by QuickBooks. More like slow books. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to NetSuite.com slash cSuite right now. That's NetSuite.com slash cSuite.
1: This is the Marketing the Millionaires podcast, episode number 21. Welcome to the Marketing to Millionaires podcast. I am your host, Kelly O'Neill. In this ever-changing economy, marketing premium services to premium clients who can afford your services is a key strategy in recession-proofing your business and thriving through uncertain times. Each week, join me to learn the best practices in marketing to this discerning audience, as well as enjoying insightful and candid interviews with millionaires, as well as the most brilliant business minds who have mastered the art of marketing to affluent clientele. Let's get started on this week's episode. Hey everyone, it's Kelly O'Neill and welcome back to another episode of the Marketing to Millionaires podcast. For the next several weeks, we are going to be running a very special series where I am going to open the doors to private conversations that I have had with my Marketing to Millionaire strategic partners during our expert summit. This summit is no longer available publicly. However, we are going to be sharing the episode tidbits with you here, and we're gonna be giving you an opportunity at the end of the episode to come and join us in the Marketing to Millionaire Success Circle, where you can actually gain access to the tens of thousands of dollars of bonuses that they are offering to you. So this is a series that you do not want to miss. So make sure that you've got something to write with because you are going to be flooded with GC information. All right, let's dive in. Hey everybody, I want to welcome you to another episode of the Marketing Millionaires Expert Summit. And today I am here with Rachel Schenck, who is not only a phenomenal graphic designer. She is also a partner of mine in the Innovate Brand Agency. And so Rachel and I work together to create affluent, attractive brands for our entrepreneurial clients. So Rachel, welcome. Thank you. So, so let's just jump right in. So I think a lot of people have heard the word branding and they don't really understand what it is. So they think like it's just a logo or it's a website or it's you know you know a piece of marketing material. So let's just actually start right there. Let's tell the kind folks at home what is branding. Yes, yes, it's not your logo. It's not just it's
0: not even the collection of a whole bunch of other things. It's really your your brand is really the result of how your clients feel and think and view your company and services. So it's it's, we, we kind of have to think about the logo is just a small part, your color palette is just a small part, your voice, how you talk, how you record videos, and write in your marketing pieces, those are all small parts of what you're trying to elicit from your customers. So the biggest thing is to think about what you want your customers to feel and value about your company, and then go work backwards and create the the strategies and the, the all the visuals that actually speak that end result. So the branding is that end result of what your clients want to feel. Your logo is just a small, small part of the overall brand that you have.
1: And I think you know, I think there's so much confusion in the marketplace because you know, like, let me give you an example in our, in, in our company the innovate brand agency, I do strategy. Um, and the way that Rachel and I actually operate together, we call it live collabing is, you know, I do the strategy piece and she does the, she takes that strategy and creates that visual vocabulary. She creates the visuals and the ability to be able to communicate everything that we, we come up with. But they overlap, right? They're like a a Venn diagram. They overlap in that I get in there and I provide my art direction, even though you guys, I have no idea even how to open up a Photoshop. Like I don't even own that on my computer, right? I don't know how to do any of that, but I do provide art direction. And then Rachel also comes in and she collaborates with me on the strategy, like when when I'm choosing taglines and it's like, how does that land with you? What does this feel like for you? You know, is this clear? And we talk about the positioning of the client and all of those things and the attributes and all of that before we ever get into the actual design. So it works together. But I think one of the challenges that are out in the marketplace is that a lot of graphic designers call themselves branders. Yep. So, ta- yeah, so talk about that for a minute, the difference between a brand designer and a graphic designer. Okay. So when, when you talk
0: about graphic design, so just in general terms, graphic design is
1: the visual
0: representation of something, whether it's a communication or a package that you put on a shelf it's just a, commu- a visual communication of something that you want to talk about um, so graphic designers there's a whole gamut uh, of us out there um, uh, some of us just do uh, are just task oriented as far as like you're provided okay here's the colors here's the fonts now make it look pretty and then there are other ones that are more what I call conceptual designers and that's where brand designers come in at conceptual designers are are truly solving the visual problem they're solving like i said they're they're taking that that feeling that result that we want our clients to have and we're conceptually wrapping things around to try to figure out okay what does that mean for color theory what does that mean for iconography what does that look like when it goes you know in textual forms Brand designers work with people like you, strategists, who truly dive deep into knowing exactly what the brand really should be about, what the passions are, what the strengths and weaknesses are in that brand and in that, in that company, um, the voice, the culture of the company. And we, we take all of those little pieces and then that's how we, and then we conceptualize that into a visual form. I mean, going through just the logo development process, I mean, there, you know, a lot of people want to go on the cheaper side, which I understand when you're first starting out, it's hard. Um, and they want to go to someplace like 99designs.com. Don't ever go there. Don't tell your people never go there. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah, because it's just, it's not, um, it's not, at, it doesn't speak at all to what you truly do. And it's not going to be evergreen. That logo and that mark is going to go away with the sun. Um, so when you conceptualize and when you dive into the research of the company and of the culture and all, everything that the services and the brand that they, that they have, that's when a true brand designer that's when they're at their, at their best because they have all of that background information and then they can truly visually represent something that's going to last.
1: And Rachel and I don't touch anything until we have proper positioning, right? We, we, don't, we don't touch anything until we have proper positioning because when we don't have proper positioning, we can't actually make these decisions. So if we don't know exactly what it is that you're saying, and you're like, well, I'm a you know, a lot of people come and they're like, Well, I'm a coach and I just want something pretty. That's not what we do. We create high profit, high-converting brands that are affluent attractive. So let's talk about that for, for a minute, because there is a difference between, there is a difference between you know, kind of mass marketing stuff and an affluent, attractive brand. So let's start with why is branding so important for your affluent clients?
0: Yes, okay, so affluent clients are very, they're, they're just, they're ultimate, I mean, our, our culture in general have become really savvy. Over the last five, eight, 10 years, we've become very savvy to just marketing practices in general. We we see something visually, we automatically know, "Oh, that looks good," or that's serious, or that's really crappy. It looks like you know their son did it in their garage um, We've we become very attuned to what a good um, visual brand identity is for companies and affluent market af- the affluent clientele are just one one ten whatever steps above the general business public because they are so much more they've experienced so much more uh, in business and personal lives they've traveled more they see just a whole gamut of things and if we're not stepping up to that level of branding and visuals and research behind all of that then they're just going to look like everybody else which of course they can't possibly you know look that way they're just they're far more savvy to what is truly what is truly luxury and high end. And they have to just like everybody else, they have to look that part. So if that research and that strategy isn't there and that, and all of the graphics and the visuals that go along with it,
1: they're not going to look, they're not going to look like the clientele that they're bringing in. And you know, one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making with, I don't even call it branding because it's not, it's just graphic design is they see someone's site and they're like, Oh, I want my site to look like that site the whole point of branding is to be able to, or one of the points of branding is to be able to strategically differentiate yourself. So again, when Rachel and I go you know, to do a brand, like we just did a beautiful brand for a luxury wedding planner. And when we went in there, we went and looked at all of her competition in our market and said, how can we make this different? Yeah. The, the kiss of death is... I want to look just like so-and-so this is why if you actually, if you go and look, you'll see like, I'm going to pick on my social media experts out there. 99% of social media sites look all the same, really all the same. And so what that does is it commoditizes your brand. So even if you are very different in terms of service level and expertise, I'm going to, the buyer is going to look at you and you're going to get commoditized to the lowest common denominator, right? Right, And they're just going to pick whoever's lowest because clearly you're all the same because your brand all looks the same or, you know, your design looks all the same. Right. And why should I pay more for you when you look just like everybody else? Exactly. It it actually makes your job harder. So you want to look at the competition that's in the industry and make it look different. So, so some people are probably wondering out there, oh my gosh, do I even have a brand or don't I? So let's talk about three, I love to call them profit inducing tips when you're approaching your brand within your company to attract affluent clients. Like what are three components that people must have in place to have an affluent, attractive brand?
0: Yes. Well, the first thing by far, it's strategy. You have to have a business strategy and a path. Otherwise, it doesn't matter how much money you throw at somebody like me or a structural designer to design the greatest trade show graphic or trade show booth. It doesn't matter. Because if you don't have that strategy in place, you don't know who you're after, you don't know what you're going for, you don't have those long-term goals, you're wasting so much money. So that is absolutely paramount first. there's (laughs) <laughs> knowing knowing the difference between a brand and a logo that's key we talked about that but a part of that also is making sure that your team members know what the difference is between a logo and a brand because whether you're a company of two or one or or 100 if you don't have your people following your brand guidelines and your brand structure and and mimicking your voice and all of that stuff that you worked so hard with strategy and people like us you worked hard mm-hmm. to build that if you don't mm-hmm. pass that along and and really keep it as kind of a bible to making sure that everybody sticks to it. Then again, you're just going to fall flat. You're going to end up looking like everybody else, or it's going to be confusing to the consumer and the customer, and they're going to get confused about what you offer. And you've got this color here and this
1: typography here. It's messy. Here's the insidious thing about that is that there's something called cognitive dissonance. They may not even consciously know, they may not even consciously know that something's off, but they will feel it and be like, this feels off. Like what's wrong with this? Why? And, and because they'll have that gut feeling and, you know, your affluent clientele make decisions so quickly because they have that gut feeling of, of, Oh, like that's something's wrong here. They'll just click away right. because there are generally, especially if you're not well positioned, there's a lot of people that they get to choose from. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of very saturated markets out there, and if you are not standing out and you're not consistent in the way you're standing out, you're invisible, and they'll yes. click away. All right. Excellent point. What's what's number three?
0: Um, yeah. So I think having that understanding and educating yourself on and your team about that, but then of course having making sure that you ha- wh- whether you go and you have a strategy, whether you think you have a strategy, or whether you've come to somebody like you and you have that strategy, you have to follow through with the visuals part of it as well. Mm -hmm. Because you could, again, have the greatest strategy in the world, but then you go off and you look like everybody else, or you have your cousin's brother's sister's son do your logo and Mm -hmm. some colors in there, Again, you're just wasting so much money, and it, it's it's hard to, and it's hard for creative people if if you know um, clients are 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 in a creative field or they have some creativity. It's hard to bring them to the table without having personal preferences come into the play. Well, that's another big key mistake that people make when they don't go branding. They like, Oh, I really like the color green. I really like the color orange. Okay, great. But the do your customers. Um, so I think that's probably another key point is to make sure that you educate hmm. yourself with not putting those personal preferences in um, and, and making sure that you listen to people who have who do this for uh, for a living and <laughs> the results just to say it that whether whether or not if you're an orange grove company and you have you know hundreds of orange trees you love the color red and you want your logo in red okay so yes it might make you unique unique but is it going to end up speaking to your end consumer um you know and that's where that's where the the things that you and I because of our experience and our expertise mm-hmm. we can tell them like yes we understand red is a really prominent color for you but if it doesn't make sense in the strategy of what we're
1: trying to do then we can't consider it we cannot have go, go buy go buy a red sports car with all the money that you're going to make after you get your new brand <laughs> launched right it's like go buy buy a red sweater that you like right
0: yeah because it just confuses people i mean it it, it's there's so many times where i have to educate clients and be like you know i understand that you have that personal preference but it doesn't fit with what we're trying to do it doesn't fit with the clientele you're after uh and and it's hard i understand to get that separation but it, it, it that's why we do what we do and why we have the results we have
1: I love it. And, and, and I agree with, I agree with Rachel in that, you know, there's things in your business that you can, um, that you can be very cost effective with. And quite frankly, as someone who does brand and profit strategy, I'm all about it. You know, as an example, once we've got the brand done for clients, one of the things that, that Rachel often does for our clients is creates Canva graphics so that people's assistants can go and utilize those in social media. Like It's not a good use of money and or our time, your time to have us go and design social media graphics every time that you've got something going down the pipe. However, again, they're designed within brand guidelines. We give you literally a brand, like like a brand Bible, a whole guidebook of exactly how to make sure you don't break your brand so that you create that know, like, and trust faster with your affluent clients. It's so important. Yes. Um, I was going to hit on one more, one more key point, which is, you know, again, it, it, there's things that you can cheap out on, but this, isn't, this is not one of them. Um, right. We often find that with our clients, uh, especially if, if their brand presence is really off, it is, it is hurting your business and you don't even know it people people could be coming to your site, they could be coming to your social channels and just looking at it and being like, this person doesn't know what they're doing, I'm out. You don't know how much business you're losing by not having it together. Also, we've seen people that even have good brands go to creating an affluent, attractive, strategic brand um, with us. And ultimately what we've had happen is they have... Um, immediately gotten new business because it is so in alignment uh, that, you know, they've immediately, like people are like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And the brand, the buzz and, the, and everything that we create around it, it is an absolutely huge um, opportunity for you to return on investment in your business. And it can happen very fast too. Like, you know, the
0: minute that we get those pieces and those parts out there, it's, it's a, it's just a catapult at that point where you just run with those strategies and you run with visuals because it does, it all matches. It all says the same thing. It's not, you know, this great strategy and this really kind of crappy looking brand. Uh, When you've got them both in line at the same time, it just catapults your business.
1: I love it. Now I want to caveat on one thing here. And so I'm going to, we're going to give you a training that I did. If you are not clear on your, on what your business is, if you are not properly positioned, um, that needs to happen before you go out and start creating your brand. So if you are in a place where you're looking to build a good cash influx, I have an entire training on what we call a cash infusion brand, which is a temporary brand and how to create a temporary brand that is not going to lock you in, but that's going to allow you to get the cash in the door that you're going to need to be able to do effective, uh, you know, an effective strategic brand. So we're gonna be able to. We're gonna uh, put that below for you. But the other thing that Rachel and I have decided to do, and we've never done this before, but we're gonna do it for you guys because you're on the summit, is she and I are gonna be doing five minute Loom branding critiques. So what that's gonna look like is uh, you're gonna click on the button below. You're going to submit your name. You're gonna submit your website right you're going to submit your website and um maybe like one or two social platforms and rachel and i are going to go and look at it and record a five minute zoom letting you know if you're on track or if you're off track and then if you're interested in fixing it you can send uh us you'll be able to book a call with us to see what that looks like sound good Awesome. All right. Any last minute branding thoughts you want to leave people with?
0: Um, no, just again, just understanding the the fact that if you're educated, if you're on the summit, you're educating yourself with all different kinds of things and understanding that how, how important the visual part is, obviously the strategy part, but in, in carrying that all the way through, you know, just don't stop with just getting your, your business and your strategy goals set You've got to carry that through to make sure that those visuals match up. Um, that's really the key. That's really the key to to again, like I said, get to those affluent clients who understand and they they expect it. Um, just getting there and then
1: going forward from there. I love it, and also making sure that you are using affluent, attractive branding strategies because they're different. Like the way that that we would design for, like a, you know, a consumer tech company or a. Um, a product-based company or a brand for the masses is very different than the way that we create uh, brand strategies and assets for affluent clients. And a lot of people are making those mistakes. So make sure you don't make those. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the interview that we did here today. I'd love to hear your feedback. If you're not already, please come and join us in the marketing, the millionaire success circle. Take advantage of these, of these tools and, opportunities that we've provided for you with our experts. And Rachel's also in the Marketing Millionaire Success Circle. So if you've got any questions about branding, you can ask in there. All right, Miss Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today. So until next time, you guys have an amazing day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Marketing the Millionaires podcast. If you did, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, share this episode, and leave a raving review. Also, apply to join us in the complimentary Marketing the Millionaire Success Circle on Facebook. It's my private community where I hold weekly trainings, share resources, and collaborate with other high-performance entrepreneurs. I'll see you there.